BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. As if we were on the playing fields on a Saturday or Sunday. Let's get those fours up. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer with you here. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason Smith off tonight. Uh, He is casting spells upon muggles in the greater Los Angeles area. So be careful if you're out and about. He may be wearing a cloak. Or maybe even a mask. I don't know. It depends how far you've gotten in the books uh, so, as you, or the movies of the Harry Potter series. Uh, 
well-deserved day off for Jason. That means Dan and I get to play. You hear us on the I Watch Flex podcast uh, for your fantasy purposes and some game prognostication. We'll do a little more of that later on in the hour as we get some fantasy ninjas up for you. Todd Furman, Bet the Board podcast. will join us live from Vegas coming up about 20 minutes from now. Dan, are you ready for another big college football Saturday? I know last Saturday was... Uh, how should we say, uneven and at times painful. So we're looking to uh, succeed and proceed in a new week. There is, I, I think that's, uh, I think a two to three week timetable for when your college team suffers a tough loss to be able to recover from it. Because you drop in the rankings and you're not immediately going to be back up to where you were and sometimes it takes two or three weeks for things to move, and maybe just one team ahead of you loses, so you only move up a spot or move up a couple spots. But it's a, it's a two- to three-week process. I usually think that it, it, it takes to, to overcome a big, big loss from a school. Now, if you end up dropping back-to-back games, then it's a totally different story because your team obviously has to keep winning. But, yeah, at times in the non one, and then you have some cupcakes after that going to be about two to three weeks for you to finally you know be to get over it and, and move on from it yeah no i i watched uh i was on air you know and humiliated when northwestern lost to michigan state certainly not uh the same as, as your squad uh you know on the scale and the the ripple effect you know to go back to the earthquake we sustained here sure. in California earlier tonight. But, you know, the the difference perhaps being, you know, the, as we always talk about timing of losses also, you know, just getting back off the mat, tweaking things as necessary uh, and, and trying to find yourself to get right uh, towards the back end of the season, right? Everybody's still, still alive, uh, as it were. Just uh, don't fall again. Uh, certainly the, the mantra. Some big games over the course of the weekend uh, to come from the college side of things. Certainly tomorrow, Alabama, Florida, the one I think most have their eyes on, Penn State, Auburn uh, being the other, right? Try James Franklin's name uh, popping up in the whole USC fun. Although I think any college coach who's won more than four games in his career has been mentioned as a potential candidate for USC <laughs> at this point. It's, it, it, can, it can reach uh, comical levels. On because Mike, I'm not even sure, and and I don't think C is even even sure of of what they want or what they could get. But to see all of the conclusions that get drawn, I mean, aside from from firing a coach two games into the season, I know it's a whole other topic. But well, you know what, we could stay there for a moment, Dan. Uh, (laughs) We we haven't delved into anything else yet, (laughs) so that means that that's certainly fair for for discussion of you know how much did you love this guy if uh, you were ready to excise him, and what does it say about Stanford uh, that that was the death knell? Like I think I would have been holding a meeting on the Stanford campus and calling everybody together in Palo Alto, saying, "What the hell are we? Uh, Mm -hmm. If to if if a loss to us is the thing that gets a guy fired." I, I heard more people pointing to the Oregon win as a reason on why it happened. And combine that with the UCLA win against LSU the previous week, and maybe maybe that even weighed even a little bit uh, heavier because they're the school across town, not only just in your conference, but even in Oregon being able to go to Ohio State and win. I don't think that USC Brass felt that their team could do that, and plus it shows you maybe the gap that it's growing in the conference. So I'm not even sure if it was just Stanford, Mike. I think it was more 
of just what Oregon did. That seemed to be, you know, seemed to be some of the of the sense around there. The James Franklin talk, as you mentioned, is one that that pops up. Obviously, Mario Cristobal's name. If we're talking about Oregon, sure. and, you know, like you shoot for the stars if you can for USC. It doesn't mean you're going to reach them. Uh, but, uh, you know, you could throw those names out there. And obviously, Urban Meyer's name has been brought up. But I just look at where we are with the state of college coaches right now and the top programs in the country. And to see outside of Nick Saban, to see Lincoln Riley take over uh, for Bob Stoops, to see Ryan Day take over for Urban Meyer, to see even Dabo just taking over at at Clemson when he was the you know team's wide receivers coach, and to see the prog- the the way that you're able to build a program with those guys, I'm not saying the guy to build USC is on the staff right now. What I'm saying is is you don't always have to go and get the big headliner name to do it. So well, that's and just- that's the question, right? Shoot for the stars. Uh, you know, do you do you need because it's the LA market? You know that resurrection, and you're looking at it. Obviously, we've talked a lot about it, Dan. The uh, the a rise of name, image, likeness, and the administrative side of that that needs to be attended to by each school. While it may not be a distraction, it still is more administrative, not necessarily from the coaches, but just making sure all of that's in place behind the scenes so it doesn't become an issue and, and you know an antagonistic relationship I, in the flow of things and can be an asset to you, right, that the kids can go in and ask the questions that they have of how the school will deal with it. So I, and, and coaches needing to adapt to that. Remember, Dabo said he was going to quit if the guys started getting money, and last I saw, he was still on the sidelines. Well, sure, and I, I don't know a coach that doesn't like it, aside from the fact that it may give other schools and coaches – more of an advantage. Yes. Gary Patterson at TCU talked about it this week. Of they've got to figure out a way to you know to to make it work and to to be blatant because that's what it's going to take. Like when Nick Saban goes to Texas and tells those high school coaches that Bryce Young is you know nearing a seven figure yeah. deal, he isn't doing it complaining. He's doing it to tell those coaches who tell those kids. Guess what? If you come to Alabama, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to play it down and you're going to be making a million dollars. Like that's what it, that's what it's all about. And that's what that's what the coaches would argue, I think, about is maybe the rich getting richer. But, you know, in the, just in the fact of what name, image and like this means, you know, for the actual coaches, I don't I, I think that they probably all welcome it just because it gives them opportunities to maybe go after more kids or being uh, having more ammunition to bring in more kids. Yeah, I think it's just the back end side of it, right, that the administrative part of it that they don't have to handle, but it has to be in place at the school, right? If you're going to start talking about that and the availability of that, just uh, knowing uh, who who's all on board and, and what they're in for and whatever. That's, you know, it's part of running the program. It's just a different side of uh, – boosters to a degree right and placing their individual bets and i'm seeing the trading card companies are signing guys to six-figure deals uh now college <laughs> freshmen and sophomores right now uh, you know it's 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 brilliant it, it's opened up a whole new world and those that are ready to play with it and recognize its greatness uh i, I think are, are going to be the ones to benefit and certainly you know usc going back to the the, the start is positioned very well to do that 
Uh, but now it's also a, as you try to bring a coach in, you've got to change out the parameters of what the job can be because, you know, one of the big things for Clay Helton was he wasn't able to pick his own assistants. You know, hey, here's the guys you're going to work with. And that works to a degree, but if they're not on board with whatever your philosophy may be, and that's a whole other Clay, Clay Helton question, nice guy, right? That's, you, don't, you don't ever want to be the guy that as you're way, on the way out the door, the best anybody's got is you are a really nice guy sure. as a coach. Like, that's, that's not how you want to be known. And yeah, I, I don't know in a lot of other spaces get, in your life for that matter. So what happens when you get dumped in relationships as well. He was That's a good guy. You know, he did not leave your mark. He was a, he was a sweetheart. All right. So yeah. we, we mentioned Urban Meyer as part of this, and I, I think he, he comes up a lot, and his name obviously brought up. You hear a promo with the odd couple, you know, talking about question and answer, and I'm not here to, to bash other members uh, of the media in terms of how they ask a question because you're trying to, to be respectful because you know the answer is going to be no, but you have to ask the question so it's on tape and you can print the quote. Uh, because they're not going to admit to any of it now, right? He just had week one of an NFL season. You know, his first uh, NFL season. Not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm running away. You know, absolutely. Uh, I'm counting my days, and I'm going to leave a note on my desk and a bucket of candy like it's Halloween. No. Uh, Denver Broncos defensive end, Draymond Jones, spent five years uh, at Ohio State. And, you know, we got a big matchup. Denver, six-point favorite uh, against Jacksonville. Denver uh, with Teddy Two Gloves getting it done in week one uh, against the Giants and now looking to go 2-0. and uh, going to, from college to pros is always difficult no matter what the level is, whether coaching or playing, Jones said, especially because a lot of his, Myers, philosophies are college-based, and you can't do that with 30-plus men or even 25-plus men age-wise who have been around the league and know what they're doing now and are well-established. you got to shake things up in how you coach. And then he was asked if he was surprised to hear stories that the way Myers conducting himself, we heard about it with veteran players and, and certainly uh, perhaps berating assistant coaches. But Jones, quote, am I surprised by it? No. I just know how he is. I'm not going to go into great detail about it, but no, it doesn't surprise me. How many bad headlines can you have before, uh, you know, there's smoke, well, there's smoke, and then there's a raging fire? It's 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 pile on Urban Meyer and maybe, you know, he's rubbed people the wrong way. Um, Maybe people are still angry with how he handled the Zach Smith situation at Ohio State. Maybe there are Florida fans that are mad that he left when he did. Maybe there are Ohio State fans who aren't happy. I, 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 I don't know. But Mike. Everything the guy does is put under the microscope, and it is there is there isn't like one good thing that you hear uh, people talk about. And I actually kind of don't don't think it's fair. Now, here's a player who played under Urban Meyer, so he's got direct feelings and can say uh, exactly what his experiences were. There was a story once that I heard that there was a recruit Ohio State was bringing in and he walked past Urban Meyer and he was going to Ohio State or was close to committing to Ohio State and Urban didn't even know who he was. And like that kind of just maybe, you know, sheds a little light on Urban Meyer is, but all I have to say is, as you said, it was week one of his first NFL game. And what are you going to do when you go into a situation and take over? You're going to do what you know. 
And I just think that we need to give it a little bit more time. I understand that it's an easy target and they're not going to win a lot of games. Who thought they were going to turn no. around and go, you know, nine and eight this season? I mean, with that roster, like, are you, are, are you kidding? Like, I just give it time. It reminds me when Tom Coughlin went out and took over the Jaguars when they were an expansion team. You know, just drill sergeant, you know, yelled at the guy who was operating the crane, you know, verbally undressed him because the crane was too loud as he was trying to undress the team. Coaches couldn't wear sunglasses. Guess what? Tom Coughlin then throughout his career adapted and ends up winning two Super Bowl with the Giants because he realized he couldn't be that guy anymore. And I just that's it's just the one thing about Urban Meyer that I think needs to, you know, I mean, maybe maybe he's not going to stick around like Tom Coughlin did because, you know, we've seen Urban's track record and, and his health situation. Situations, but man, the guy just can't catch any breaks when it comes to anything. Yeah, as it stands, right? It's just been one weird or bad line after another. The most did not actually the whole Tim Tebow situation because whose job was he really keeping? You know, keeping anybody away yeah. from get, earning a job, nothing. And then the, it, w- it was a non-factor until he had the two Olay blocks in the uh, preseason game, and then it obviously became a, all right. This this clearly is way too far <laughs> beyond the pale, right? Otherwise, it was he was just a guy. And Trevor Lawrence got to work with anonymity. Why? It's Jacksonville, right? Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And look, from the offensive standpoint, you at least have some names for fantasy purposes. And I think just overall, they're like, all right, if the offensive line is at least decent, which they're not, uh, that they could have been solid. Losing Etienne, drafting Etienne was curious. But once he's in, you're like, all right, him and James Robinson, who you know uh, is one of my man crushes, Jark uh, and Chenault Jr. bring in Marvin Jones. Like, you got guys that's like, all right, it's actually built in theory for things to at least give Trevor Lawrence a fighting chance. Whether that translates to wins, well, no. I mean, you're not expecting a sudden huge turnaround from a team that's been so just depleted, defeated, and on this long losing streak. And, and Mike, and, and not to, and I know it's happened in the past and, and happened a while ago, but you bring up the Tebow point, and we rip on Urban Meyer for bringing in Tebow, where I would look at it as, you know what, here was, here was a guy in Tebow who was one of the greatest guys, one of the greatest humans, you know, like, I mean, just an all-around really good guy, did a lot for Urban Meyer, Florida, yeah, and... and was about at the end of his career and it, it just reminds me of you know what if you were in a position of power or of authority and you could give your buddy who was a good guy and just maybe didn't know if he wanted to stay in the business or not one more shot just to see because this guy had meant a lot to you like you would do that and yet we look at it as a bad thing like you people should have more problem with what the Mets did with Tim Tebow than what Urban Meyer did with a couple of months of of Tim Tebow. Didn't work out. Cut him when you know the after the preseason game and moved on. But if you did that, if you gave a buddy a you know a chance, or maybe it was hard on his luck and lost a job, and you're like, you know, I'm going to give you some work. Or, like that's the right thing to do. And I know in the NFL it doesn't you know the rules don't necessarily apply. And I don't like to draw parallels, but Mike. He was never going to, you know, we, I mean, if he would have made the roster with those two blocks, then something would have been fishy. You know, like, I, I mean, it, it really would have been fishy that way. But instead, we all pile on and say, what an awful job. But he's doing a solid for a guy. You know, that's that's how I looked at it. Well, I, I think to, to expand just really quick as we, we wrap this up before we get to Todd Furman, uh, lessons of loyalty, respect, hard work, all of those things. Nobody ever has talked about T- Tebow slacking. 
And what are you trying to do? You got a young roster that you're trying to make them sure. understand the grind. And even when Tebow was in minor league baseball, did it really cost anybody meaningful? Yeah, I mean, look, striking out and situational things probably didn't offer and afford some of the RBI opportunities that some would have had. But in the end, they put butts in seats and everybody benefited from his presence yeah. there. Right. In terms of you know, being seen, maybe their name getting in a little bit because they were part of that box score, all of those things. And look, even if he'd gone up to the big leagues in the end, they were going to stink. So if that put a couple sure. extra butts in seats, where's the foul? After all, yep. it is as much as it's the uh, livelihoods of all these folks. It's also an entertainment business. And sometimes yeah, the meritocracy exactly. part of it, uh, we need to remember, uh, may, may have a grain of salt now and again. And I don't mind saying, I actually thought that Tebow would have made the roster before I seen him even play at all. I thought that maybe that would have been the plan, keep him on the roster, you know, do something to keep Tim Tebow in that locker room because that's what I thought Urban Meyer valued. In the end, Tebow didn't have it. He got cut. Like, that's you know, it. So, you know, yeah, that, that that's the end of it. So pile on all you want. I don't think it's warranted in that situation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It is a dance party Friday night, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason off tonight. That means Dan Byer, my tag team partner on the I Watch Your Flex podcast. You hear him weekdays. It's part of the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, 12 to 3 Pacific time. And then on the weekend, uh, hanging out with George Reister, 2 to 5 Pacific. Yes. Do I have your time yes. right? Five yes. To, there you go. 5 to 8 Eastern. Two to five Pacific. Very nice. Uh, covering all the games late afternoon and recapping all the good, the bad, the ugly of the early NFL slate. At Dan Byer on Fox is where you can find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Our next guest you can find as, well, he is the man behind the Bet the Board podcast. Uh, longtime friend of the show. Uh, information, how to make sense of the numbers the lines the over-unders all the prop bets everything you need uh it's it's must listen podcast work at bet the board pod at todd Furman on twitter live in las vegas our buddy todd Furman, readying for a big weekend of football action how are you buddy i'm doing very well this evening gentlemen how are you boys holding up you know, I, I'm, I'm, the countdown is on, right? College football, 9 a.m. I know Dan's uh, got his alarm set, you know, although his kid will decide how early he gets up for pre one <laughs> But, you know, a big slate tomorrow, some big top 25 matchups, and then trying to figure out where all the noise is in NFL week two. Uh, how, how often do we, uh, do we get some lines that are just a little out of whack when they hit the board uh, coming out of overreaction from week one? 
Well, first things first, Dan will have an excellent soccer match to wake up to at 4.30 a.m. Pacific when Brentford takes on Wolverhampton. So, Dan, you can flip on over to that, maybe get a uh, little get a gambling <laughs> fix early in the morning, roll that Wolves. into uh, the 7 a.m. slate, and parlay it into some college football at 9 a.m. But, Harm, week two is always interesting because you have the week one numbers that have been up on the board for roughly six months. Everyone has picked, scoured, and abused those prices, trying to figure out what they think teams are going to be. Then suddenly we have 60 minutes of live football, perceptions change, numbers go look start to look wildly different, and you have books that will overreact or underreact depending on a given team. I think after you get at least three games under all these teams' belts, you have a better understanding of exactly who they are. But are the Arizona Cardinals as good as they appeared last week? Are the Tennessee Titans as bad? What are we going to get from the Denver Broncos in their second road game? And will Jacksonville bounce back? A lot of storylines for the middle of the pack. We know the elite teams. We know the bad teams let's see how that middle third plays itself out what about a team like the houston texans where nobody expected anything and then they play a jacksonville team and they dominate them who a team that nobody expected much how does a team like that change from week one to, to week two I think Houston's a fascinating case study because you had David Coley, a longtime assistant coach who makes his NFL head coaching debut in his late 60s. He's got a roster loaded with veterans, albeit devoid of a ton of high-level talent. And those guys went out there, played with a chip on their shoulder, and beat up on a youthful Jaguar side. Now you suddenly have to turn around and put together a game plan against a desperate Cleveland Browns team, I'm sure itching to get back out on the field after a disappointing fourth quarter against the Chiefs. And can Houston's talent keep them in this football game? I'm a little bit skeptical in that particular regard. This number at two touchdowns, though, you're not stealing anything by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, But this, for me, the definition of a lay it or don't play it game. I'm not sure the Texans will be that competitive each and every week. There'll be much better spots to try and bet them. One of the games we talked about a little bit earlier in the show, Todd, uh, trying to figure out uh, where Ben Roethlisberger is on the – well, on the scale towards uh, just laying in bed and watching games like the rest of us uh, and what to make of the Vegas Raiders. A couple of injuries coming out of that Monday night game. Is that a team that Vegas overreacted to? I don't think so. This number five and a half, six, you've seen a little bit of money come in on the Steelers. And I think the $100 million question is, which team do you trust more in this particular spot? A Pittsburgh Steelers team who comes in off a huge upset uh, against the Buffalo Bills as a six and a half point dog. But when you dig into those numbers, that offense lacked a lot of creativity. It was a big special teams play. Uh, and they were definitely helped by Mother Nature with the windy conditions that altered Buffalo's ability to kind of go deep and over the top. But you look at the Raiders. This is a team who put a ton into their season opening win. You mentioned some of those injuries, the offensive line a little nicked up, and you probably can't find two teams that are more diametrically opposite of one another in terms of offensive philosophy against the power ground game of the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson versus a Pittsburgh Steelers team who's probably going to try and air it out 30 to 40 times at minimum. My lean is towards the Steelers. I just don't have a ton of confidence laying points with an offense that I think is below NFL standards. How much confidence do you have in Green Bay bouncing back in a in a strong way against Detroit Monday. Uh- I think they bounce back and play with a chip on their shoulder. Of course, knows Darius Smith as he's put on short-term IR, which will negatively impact their pass rush. Uh, but this is a Packers side who looked like they wanted to be anywhere but in Jacksonville taking on the Saints. Now, am I running over men, women, and children to lay 11 with Green Bay against a divisional foe? No, probably not. Uh, but traditionally, this is a good spot from an against-the-spread standpoint. And what I mean there is when you look at teams that lose by 20-plus points and come into their following 
same game as a double-digit favorite. The last 23 times that happened, the favorite has covered 16 of those instances. So it just says the market overreacts a little bit. Water finds its level. And I think Green Bay can look like a division favorite, at least on Monday, despite them being a team that I want to look to bet against more often than not. That's why you want to be subscribing to the Bet the Board podcast. Little nuggets uh, in each matchup like that, getting uh, through some of the noise and some of the you know hype machines and, and hot take nonsense that overtakes. Uh well, normally rational men and women in this space. At Todd Furman on Twitter is where you find him. At Bet the Board Pod is, is where you can uh, see the latest links and obviously subscribe wherever you get your audio. Uh, Todd, the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers lose Balaga, but otherwise that offensive line was fantastic. Week one against Washington. Dallas with injuries on both the offensive and defensive line. Uh, and Dak Prescott, uh, part Part two, can they get Ezekiel Elliott uh, on track or is he now going to be, you know, the little dump off out of the backfield uh, receiver? But Dallas, that big against Tampa getting three or three and a half. uh, How do you see that at SoFi? Oh, I think this is a game where you're going to see a much more balanced attack from the Cowboys. The Chargers haven't shown to be a defensive juggernaut along their defensive line. When you look at some of their talent on that side of the ball, there's no doubt that Joey Bosa is elite at what he does, and so is Derwin James controlling the back. Uh, but other than that, the nine starters out there for the Chargers, I don't give them a, a great grade in terms of the NFL pecking order. The Cowboys were smart. They knew they couldn't run it against the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was a Dak Prescott game. They came up just short. I think you'll see Kellen Moore utilize Ezekiel Elliott should be fresh with the limited workload he had a couple extra days to prepare and when you look at Dallas you mentioned the injuries let's see how they handle things along the offensive line with Nola L. Collins Terrence Steele expected to get the start there meanwhile defensively Demarcus Lawrence Randy Gregory out Justin Herbert may have an eternity in the pocket and if that's the case it's going to be the Cowboys offense playing a little bit of keep away and needing to score touchdowns not kick field goals if they're going to pull off the mild upset at SoFi. I love the Eagles and their performance against the Falcons. I think like a lot of people, they just looked really good. But like a lot of people, it was, well, they were playing the Falcons. Uh, How different would it be in week two against San Francisco for Philadelphia? There's no doubt that played a big role in Philadelphia looking like a juggernaut in their season opener. Jalen Hurts actually finished week one with the fewest intended air yards of any NFL starting quarterback, but he wasn't forced to stretch the field because they were able to run the ball. Hurts extended plays with his legs picking up more than 60 yards rushing, and it was Philadelphia's defense outside of two opening drive field goals for the Falcons that really clamped down. And to uh, Philadelphia's credit, they didn't allow Atlanta to breathe even when the game was long since out of reach. I think this is an Eagles team that's a little bit undervalued in the betting market. The 49ers, though, did stay out on the East Coast, practice at the Greenbrier, so don't have to crisscross the country twice. They are, however, dealing with a rash of injuries, especially on the defensive side. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley going to miss. Uh, Javon Kinlaw didn't play last week. I don't expect him to be out there. And Dre Greenlaw will be the real interesting case in the middle uh, alongside you know, Fred Warner in terms of their linebacking core. San Francisco offensively, let's see how they handle their backfield as well. They should be able to get to the edge, but Elijah Mitchell, despite being a, one of the most added fantasy running backs, you back out his big explosive carry, he was a guy averaging less than three yards a pop. Uh, I like Philadelphia here. I don't think last week was a total mirage, and this would be a much bigger win for them to hold serve against the 49ers team that I think is the team to beat in the NFC West. 
Nicely done there uh, as you you back out the big plays. Uh, Let's go to college football just real quickly, Todd. Florida getting 15. Uh, Any chance we could find an upset there or maybe in South Bend's a calling? You know, I won't call for the outright upset in Gainesville, but I'm also not running to try and lay 15 with Alabama. Uh, this being Bryce Young's first true road game in front of 100,000 screaming fans. Dan Mullen has said all the right things, but I think it's as much lip service as anything else about only sharing the slightest uh, inkling of what this playbook's going to be with Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson. This Alabama defense, though, no joke, and Mother Nature could p- play a role here and keep scoring down a touch. So despite the game being bet over, uh, my sh- Strong lean would be towards the under in this spot as it approaches 60. Purdue-Notre Dame, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Irish because if they struggle here as only a seven-point favorite, this may be a go against knowing how physical the defenses they're going to play in the upcoming weeks in Wisconsin and Cincinnati are. Uh, But it could also be a buy-low spot. Uh, Purdue, sure, they've gone out there, took care of business against UConn, held serve at home against Oregon State, and exceeded oddsmakers' expectations. But I think this could be a get-right game from the Irish's defensive side. They'll try and do everything they can to neutralize David Bell, one of the better vertical threats in the Big Ten, but Purdue will also go into the game without Xander Horvath, and I think that changes things. As this number inches towards seven, I'd look to lay it with the favorite, uh, but not a game that I'm running to bet just yet. Would love the Irish to win by three touchdowns so I can fade him with Wisconsin at Soldier Field next week. Are there odds if the world's largest drum makes the field tomorrow? <laughs> I know Drumgate is uh, you know, stealing all the headlines away in the first matchup between these two Indiana schools since 2012. I mean, I figured they played for the jeweled shillelagh every time they got together. Now maybe they'll have to put a drum on the line, and the stakes only get ratcheted up when the Boilermakers do battle with the Fighting Irish. He's the best. Joins us each and every week live from Las Vegas. Uh, check it out. The Bet the Board podcast at Bet the Board Pod at Todd Furman. Uh, all the best news, information, quip, quips, and uh, razor sharp wit along the way. Uh, always appreciate you, buddy. Go uh, hit him hard this weekend. Hey, have a great weekend, guys. Good luck with all of your gambling and your fantasy matchups as well. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places winter's coming here in la that means more rain for others a wintry combination of sleet slush snow and ice whatever winter means to you tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive all season tires all weather tires and dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com and use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Friday night, uh, be safe out there. Take care of each other. Uh, look out, look in on your folks. Be smart. Enjoy your uh, college and pro football teams. Uh, hopefully you find yourself in the winner's circle unless you are a graduate of Duke University, whereby uh, I hope you lose by 50. Go Cats. <laughs> At Swollen Dome, where you find me on Twitter. The laugh you hear, Dan Byer, my guy. Uh, at Dan Byer on Fox is where you find him. Byergrams 
uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, and of course, we we do the I Watch Reflex podcast twice a week, uh, looking at the the week that was, the good, the bad, the ugly, the waiver pickups, uh, trends that you're starting to see in terms of targets and and touches and all those things. And certainly, the look ahead for week two is up now. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio, download it uh, and evangelize. Get the friends and family, start the debates, and certainly you can always uh, tweet at me and uh, question my logic because I'll be happy to fire back in, in short order. But figured we'd we'd finish the show tonight, Dan, with a couple of ninjas, maybe some guys that are still on the waiver wire, uh, and there's an opportunity or maybe one of those you know calm, soothing things, you know, like you do as a new dad or me as a as a father of teenagers where you say, you know, you need to calm down. And maybe I even sing the Taylor Swift song. You never know. Uh, Depends on the mood. Uh, But one of the guys that stands out to me that may have himself an opportunity and and Todd brought up the waiver wire darling that was Elijah Mitchell is that Trey Sermon is swirling out there. Cut by a number of people because of the healthy scratch going, all right, clearly he's in the doghouse. Next, it's like, all right, it's week one of 17. Hold on here. Mm -hmm. And Raheem Mostert got hurt. So anybody that had the quick trigger finger, calm calm down, man. Uh, But he's a guy that, as we know, you you can get right back into the good graces as they do and a little bit of mixing and matching going on. Sermon, a guy I'd be looking at as a flex player, certainly as a good value play in daily leagues you know philadelphia came out pretty physical um i like trey sermon though as a long-term you know short and sure. long-term if that's if that's the possibility yeah todd's numbers on elijah mitchell um i think stand out and something that you have to consider and in the way that that philadelphia shut down atlanta on uh, in week one and kept mike davis and in that offense in check they may do that as well and with San Francisco in week two. So, yeah, so the so the boom of Elijah Mitchell, uh, he was everyone's uh, darling. I'm not sure how far it's going to last. I'm going to steal one of your guys as one of my sleeper guys. If you didn't get a Waller, if you didn't get Kelsey as a tight end, I like Cole Komet against the Cincinnati Bengals. It really seems like it's his job in Chicago. Had seven targets, had five catches that Mike Harmon saw all of them in person last <laughs> Sunday. But I think that Sounds that like you were be... mocking me, Dan. N- no, no. no, no. Uh, he, you saw the yardage and where they went, but I do think that there are more opportunities for, uh, for Cole Komet. So I liked him as a pickup, especially if you're looking for help at that tight end position. All right, let me give you one quarterback. Uh, if we reference him as Teddy Two Gloves here on the show. Uh, at Jacksonville, uh, even with Jerry Judy out, you look at Tim Patrick, maybe a little more K.J. Hamler, uh, Cor- Cortland Sutton still rounding into shape, and then you got that two-headed monster in the backfield between Gordon uh, and, and the and the rookie uh, as, as you roll through. So, so I think against Jacksonville, odd for a team that nobody liked before week one, but I think uh, there's just the question of how good Jacksonville can be and I think Bridgewater's got the opportunity to make some plays yeah folks Denver's going to be around all season long and maybe even in the postseason it's a beautiful thing Dan thanks for hanging out fast four hours no question let's do it again soon yeah absolutely coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio you go into the night with Jonas Knox thanks for hanging out everybody Uh, we will talk to you over the weekend enjoy your football splendor Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 